Arguments About Nothing is brought to you by Quarantine, giving me plenty of time to edit new episodes. Welcome back to Arguments About Nothing. I'm Shelby Samsel. I'm Hannah Bennett. And it's some trying times out there now, you guys. And so we thought we would uh, try to bring you some funny today. Yeah, we are coming to you from the COVID-19 quarantine, uh, as I'm sure many of you are listening to this in the COVID-19 quarantine, in various states of social distancing and lockdown. And I think, you know, we're going to try and bring you some content that is hopefully uh, a bit of happy, a happy diversion. But before we get into it, just um, really want to thank all of the workers who are out there Uh, working in the medical systems, you know, people who are taking care of us and working in essential services and uh, still having to go to work every day and put themselves on the line. We really appreciate all the work you're doing. Yeah. Uh, And not just healthcare workers, people who are delivering food to others, you know, cashiers at grocery stores, anyone who's helping society continue on. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time and care and service. Truly. And I guess, like, on that note, we're just going <laughs> to dive in, and hopefully you can take some take this time to, like, forget about the scary things outside and um, just, you know, laugh for a little bit. Um, if you could have a magical, infinite supply of any food during quarantine, what would you pick? What a good question. Thank Magi- you very much. Magical, infinite supply of any yeah. food during quarantine. Yep. And I assume that the magical infinite supply does not, right? Well, I get as much of it as I want, so it doesn't matter if it's a perishable item. Exactly, it will go bad because clearly all the food I have right now are like non-perishable items. That well, that will so last. I think like I'm picturing this as like you have a special cupboard somewhere in your kitchen, and every time you open it, there's like a new amount of X thing. Does it have to be a single ingredient, or can it be like burritos? That's fine. Oh, then it's burritos. It's like not, <laughs> it's not even a question. It's just a ready-made, hot and ready-to-go burrito that's yeah. just like waiting for you on a platter. Yeah, I mean, if it's magical, then yeah. I, I don't think that that's out of the realm of possibilities. So. It's just like Guero's nachos just sitting <gasps> on a plate. Yeah, it's Guero's nachos. I didn't want to be too specific because I don't feel like most of our listeners will understand that Guero's is better than all the other Mexican food that's out there, but it is. And but if you're in Brooklyn, check out Guero's. Yeah, if you're from Crown Heights in Brooklyn, go for it, man. Um no, just burritos in general. I mean, burritos is my favorite food times a thousand. And um, I didn't stock appropriately, so I'm really for missing burritos. them right now. I didn't, yeah, I didn't get burrito ingredients for my quarantine. So I, I, I'm really, I'm really feeling the pain of that personally. What about you? Great question. Thank you so much. It's your question. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> You're right. But you're welcome. (laughs) I will preface this that I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. So we're going to have a fun time where Shelly forgets she asked her own question. Um, (laughs) Oh, Lordy Lord. Um, So the first thing that my brain goes to is like, I want this to be a perishable food because I can 
like those are the things that go bad early in quarantine and can right. be difficult to come by. Um, but like I can just like put a five pound bag of flour in my apartment and you know, that's basically an infinite supply for one person. I also I will also say that like I like to cook more than Hannah. So like everyone likes to cook more than me. <laughs> There's that's the lowest bar that has ever been. I'm just saying Hannah Hannah picked a thing where she that would eliminate cooking for her. Also, you know, burritos are well balanced food. They've got a lot of you know they've got vegetables and proteins and etc. It's a good it's a good mix of everything that you could need in quarantine. I'm gonna say guacamole. Oh, well, that would be in my burrito. It would be in your burrito. Um, but, like, I, avocados don't keep for No, long. I like, know this for sure. Yeah, like, I bought some avocados for early quarantine. They lasted a day. Cause, yeah. You know, I, so I was thinking about, like, a food that goes bad really quickly or, like, you can't keep around very easily. My first thought was spinach. But I was like... Am I going to use my magical thing on spinach? Like, am I going to be that girl? Yeah, see, that's the problem. It does sound very um, responsible of you to choose spinach. And I mean, I would use spinach if it was magically available to me. But like, this is, that would be saying that your dream magical food is spinach. It's spinach. And, and that's not true. <laughs> um, and then I thought about ice cream for a minute. But again, ice cream, you can buy as much as you want and just keep it in your freezer and yeah, it's fine. Yeah, keeps. But avocados is a good answer. Plus, they're like a power food. They're yeah. good for you, but also delicious. But that's what I mean. I was like, it's healthier than ice cream, more fun than spinach, doesn't keep long, is super versatile. I definitely ate guacamole on pancakes the other day. So like, you know. Yeah, I know. You just threw that out there just like as a side comment. I feel like our listeners are going to have questions. I think it's very self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Whatever you mean. I put guacamole on some pancakes because uh, I wanted some savory pancakes. I, I found that it hurts my tummy a little bit if I have too much sugar in the morning without something in my system because I'm an old lady. <laughs> and so, so my I, quarantine breakfast food of choice is oatmeal. My, yeah, my, um... The older, like, I I knew about myself that I liked, I would like to get creative in the kitchen, but I used to think it was because I didn't have any, any groceries, and it was, like, out of necessity that I was entered into, like, an unofficial Iron Chef challenge. <laughs> uh, but uh, my, my kitchen is more fully stocked than it's ever been, and I find that I keep using the ingredients I bought for intended purposes in non-intended ways. <laughs> so... Truly, I just feel like I'm a creative innovator in the kitchen. Um, yeah, the only time I do that is, is like if I'm feeling too lazy even to do the minimal cooking that I normally do. I don't know, though. Like, it it just wouldn't occur to me. So you're right. It's innovation on your part because I, I promise you it would never have occurred to me to put guacamole on a pancake. I will tell you, it was great. We'll do again. Absolutely. The next okay. time I have avocados. I too, I too was out of avocados within the first couple of days, so. Yeah. Okay, so I think we're locked in. Burritos and guacamole. So we both have very Mexican um, quarantines. Um, would you rather fall in love with a ghost or have random visions of the future? Like, that's a Raven style. Like what? 
like that's so Raven style. I don't know if that cultural touchstone means anything to you. No, I have absolutely no idea what that means. But I do understand basically random random visions visions of the the future. future, Interesting question. My brain went to the negatives of both first. When I thought about both options, they both sounded immediately bad to me. Why don't you want to get jiggy with a ghost? Honestly? <laughs> yeah. I, so is this ghost in any way able to become corporeal? Yeah. Oh. Sort of. Sort of. What does that mean? Is that like ghost as in the movie ghost where like if he concentrates hard enough, you can feel him touching you and like giving you a weird back rub? Um, this is based on a uh, teen romance novel I read when I was a child uh, called The Mediator Series by Meg Habit. Shout out, free promo. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she falls in love with a ghost. She's a, like, she can see ghosts and it's all about her like fighting paranormal adventures. And she has this one ghost that she like befriends and they fall in love over the series. And no one can see him other than her because she's like the person who can see ghosts. Yeah. Um, and she can feel like his pressure. <laughs> okay. So and she like can, he, but not he like produces he produces like a cold feeling. So she can feel like a cold pressure when they touch. But they like make out and stuff. So she can feel basically what feels like a cold kiss, but it yeah it's like something pressing against her lips not she can also see him so like but no one else can like it looks like she's making out with thin air yeah yeah it, that's hard There's to trust of yourself romanticizing of his cold touch on different Ooh. parts of her like like his cold fingers traced my wrist and you know butterflies fluttered in my stomach that kind of thing yeah, it's just hard for me to think of the phrase, like, his cold, dead fingers. And, <laughs> okay, no one said and, dead. Well, I said dead because they are dead. Um, that's, a, that's one way to look at it, I think. I think it's the only, it's the only factual way to look at it is uh, he I does mean, have cold, call, dead that fingers. That calls into question what dead means. And we're not philosophers, so. Yeah, so that sounds um, very unappealing to me. I, I feel like just for a lot of reasons. Just because he's dead. <laughs> she she gave me so much you're, shade just now. so not open-minded. So if like a ghost messaged you on a dating app, you wouldn't still go out with him? We're not to that segment yet, but okay. um, no. That's all I, the rest of the questions. <laughs> they're, they're all ghost dating related. Yeah. I mean, so there's some immediate obvious drawbacks, right? Like something yeah. about like I can feel a cold pressure with my boyfriend is not is well, it's not ideal. I mean, it's I guess That's it's not every the worst. one of my relationships has gone <laughs> just a cold, unyielding pressure. Pressure, but you can see them. But see, here's the thing: you can't introduce them to your friends or family. That is the actual issue to me: is like you can't have any sort of public life with them, right? Or if you do, that they put you they put you away because they think you're insane. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so you you look like you're talking to yourself and making out with yourself. Also, I would love the idea of like someone walking in on you while you're like making out with your boyfriend, and someone just thinks you're like making, making out, out with the air, thin air. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like how gross if you could see through the person that you were making out with 
how gross would that visual be of anyone? I don't care how attractive you are. Like your mouth is all open and yeah, no, it would not. Tongue is moving around, like trying to catch flies. Uh, (laughs) Your hands are like groping nothing. You're like one leg is up. Um, Also, your body would be like being moved by the person. Yeah. So like, yeah, I don't know. It would be great for quarantine because you can't get germs from them. Like, they can't get coronavirus and they can't give it to you. That's true. I, so maybe maybe for the immediate future, I would choose <laughs> the ghost boyfriend. Because it's better than no boyfriend in quarantine, which is I where agree. I'm at now. I think so. <laughs> the visions of the future is interesting. I feel like I've never seen or read any sort of medium, any sort of artistic piece that has a character who can see the future and who is glad of that ability and who... Um, oh, interesting. Who, uh, I feel like it's always this sort of curse, right? Like you, you see these awful things that are happening and then it's like, can you change the future or can you not? And oftentimes you can't. What pieces of media are you thinking? Do you have any specific ones in mind? I don't know. I just feel like prophecies typically are, you know, it's, it's always a question of like, can it's you like change what's coming? Yeah. yeah. And the burden, if you can't change what's coming, of just knowing something bad is about ha- about to happen and you can't do anything about it. What if they're uh, random visions of great things? Like someone's going to give you some ice cream later. I guess I've never seen anything in which the prophecy is a very good story to be like oh i knew that i was going to get that promotion before i got it so i did not change my behavior at all right the end what a good movie no i mean but that is a fair point actually that stories only show the the dramatic the bad the bad bad ones but if you could just get random prophecies of the future in general it probably would be about a 50 50 split right yeah i mean like you could also have I, i mean I think it would be like a 30, like, I think the vast majority of your visions would be incredibly neutral. Right. Like, you're going <laughs> like, to work I again know next I'm week. going to order an egg sandwich in three days. <laughs> yeah. But can you change the future if you don't like egg sandwiches? Sure. I think that this is a free will sort of situation. Hmm. Depends on the lore, I guess. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know. I mean... To me, part of the beauty of life is the the anticipation and the uncertainty and the surprise of it. There are there are plenty of things that have happened in my life that if I had known they were coming ahead of time, the the sheer momentary joy of it, I think, would have been diminished. Well, it's not like you would know your whole life story. Like, it's not like all uncertainty would be taken away from you. I suppose, but it, it just doesn't really... I can see how it doesn't appeal to you. Right. But I don't know if it would be quite the burden. So did you... So... Did you have... Before I answer this, I want to know what your feelings are on these. I feel similarly about the ghost boyfriend. I think I feel less negative about both of these options than you do. Like, I recognize that the ghost boyfriend seems not great because you can't take him to the movies with your friends like you can't he can't go to board game night he could i mean he he could go but he would be standing in the corner right just watching (laughs) you know which happened in the book series oh Um, he 
for, to, like, follow her For, like, her a around. split second, I thought you were going to say that, like, happened in your real life, that you brought a boyfriend and he, to a board game at night, and he just stood in the corner. I cannot confirm nor <laughs> deny that that ever happened. Um, but it did definitely happen in the book series. Got she, it. He, she, like, went to prom, and he, like, couldn't go with her, so he just, like, floated in the corner and, like... They pretended to dance with each other. Like, she would dance with other guys and then, like, make looks at him over her shoulder and be like, I'm pretending he's you. Oh, I hate that. That's just brought up a whole slew of other reasons why I don't want the ghost boyfriend, including boundaries. Like, mm, yeah, if, he if can your walk ghost boyfriend. You can't, you can't lock the door on him. Right. He can, yeah. That, I mean, that was also an issue in if the he, book. If that. he doesn't have boundaries himself, like, if he, if he doesn't keep a respectable distance and respect your wishes, also, yeah, can he, he spy on you? He could, yeah. I yeah. mean, any boyfriend could spy on you. No, no, not like this. Not like hovering <laughs> he, invisible he in your room. He would be effective yeah. at spying on you. <laughs> he would be better at it than most boyfriends if he wanted to be. Uh, I'm just saying, like, whether, like, any person could have the want to spy on you. But I would notice somebody, like, sneaking into my room unless right, they were okay, a but ghost. you can always see him. Like, it's not like he... He's oh, just he can't turn invisible. Sne- yeah, he can't... You can always see all ghosts. Got it. Just no one else can see them. Okay. But he can walk through walls and shit, so he is very sneaky. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, like, he can be hovering. He also can, like, kind of fly, right? Like, he yeah. can move in any direction, so, like... He can just be, like, hanging out in the crawl space between walls and shit and, like, listen to you. Uh, But not that, but, like, you have to imagine that, like, in my head, this is a good boyfriend (laughs) who isn't, like, creepy and obsessed. Like, because I'm just picturing this is, like, the only thing that this guy has against him is he's a ghost. Not that he's, like, a ghost and a sociopath, you know? Well, because I think that dramatically changes the question. Like, would you like a really effective sociopath boyfriend? And like, that's a no. <laughs> it does, but I, you don't have to be a sociopath to like not totally respect your your partner's boundaries. Sure, but I'm saying that this is like this is everything a good being equal. The ghost part got, is the got thing. It. Got it. Because that's I think the essence of the question. Uh, and there and there are plenty of drawbacks with your boyfriend being a ghost, right? Yeah, like, just just that alone. The physical <laughs> yeah, touch think... thing is big for me, I think. Yeah, I mean, like, who knows what it would be like. Really, I read this book series, and they highly romanticized the whole cold touch thing. Like, the shivers up and down my spine of, like... So, like, maybe that would be, like, a fun, you know, uh, variety thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know... Never had that happen. But for me, it would be mainly like the, I can't imagine being in a relationship and not being able to talk to that, talk about that with my friends or like not being able to like take pictures with that person or not be able to like introduce them to be like that to me is not a full relationship. Well, also you have to think about the future with this person. Like you can't start a family. You're not going to have a wedding yeah they're providing no income to your joint household (laughs) yeah they don't have career aspirations they probably don't Mm -hmm. have that much to do all day except sit around yeah you are you are it yeah they are very focused on you uh you're the only person who they can talk to exactly the person who can see them plus they're not aging while you are aging that is also true wow you really there are worse things that i had yet to consider (laughs) 
I'm talking myself into the uh, the other answer, having, if you can't tell. all of that said, I was always going to go the random visions of the future. Okay. Because I do agree with you that there, like, if someone was like, do you want to see the future or do you not want to see the future in an uncontrollable way, I would probably say no. Um, but I do think it's better than the boyfriend thing because I, as I said earlier, I think that, like, seven times out of ten, you're going to see neutral things. Because, like, the vast majority of things that happen in my life are neutral. Yeah. I think the other thing that was holding me back about this was that I wasn't sure if you're only seeing visions of your own life or if you're also seeing visions of the future in general of other people's lives. And so I feel like if it's just your life, uh, maybe that's a little easier pill to swallow. I feel like it would be more difficult if you were seeing visions of bad things happening in other people's lives and you didn't really know, like you just felt either helpless or compelled to like go fix or save or solve that person's problem. Yeah. I mean, if this is that so Raven rules, she definitely does see bad things or good things happening to other people. Hmm. But I think in my head I would be like, I would just like not meddle really. Or like maybe I would be like, I don't know, if I saw one of my friends, I mean, I'm older. I don't know why this is the first example that comes to mind because I'm 29 years old. But my first thought was like, if I see a friend is about to fail a test, <laughs> that is so random. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was the first thing I thought of uh, when Shel- when Shelby's brain goes to what's a terrible thing that could happen to someone? <laughs> test. Failing and a test is, is the first is thing she thinks. In of. the middle of a global health crisis, yeah, Shelby's yeah. like, oh my god, if they were to fail a test, though. I, I will say that my stress dreams to this day, I'm 29 years old. I have not been in school since I was 22. Right. Um, and I have not taken a math class, class since I was 18. Um, to this day, whenever I have a stress dream, it is me uh, failing a math test. Oh, so <laughs> so my, my brain cannot conceive of anything more um, stressful or anxiety producing than having to take a math test. Okay. So. You know what? That's fair. I can I can relate. Yeah. So what if um what if the visions that you were having because we said they're they're mostly gonna be neutral and just like regular life stuff. Yeah. But if they're of other people's regular lives, that that could just expose you to a whole lot of stuff you don't wanna see. You know I guess another question is like how frequently are you having these visions? True, because if you're having a lot of them, you would just catch people in, like, bad moments a lot, I feel. Yeah. So to me, I was picturing this as, like, once a week. Oh, okay. You have a vision. Yes, that's probably doable. Yeah, I think that, like, that's why, it does, like, it doesn't seem like an overwhelming amount, you know? So if it's one a week, I'm with you. I would choose the visions over the ghost boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, I have a great question. Yeah. Love to hear your thoughts on. Would you rather be quarantined with a partner who you just broke up with because he cheated on you or your boss? (laughs) Can I tell you this morning, you know, like random shower thoughts. This morning I had the thought out of apropos of nothing oh my God, I feel so sorry for people who are quarantined with someone they just broke up with. Snaps. Like, 
I, that was my my like random thought of the day, which was like, oh, yeah. God, you're stuck with this person you've just broken up with. I mean, obviously there are a lot of different horrible ways to be quarantined right now. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. There. I mean, I I am so I feel so grateful that I live alone. Like I keep telling people that I'm in like the best situation to be quarantined, and I'm so grateful for it. And I like my heart goes out to people who are uh, facing challenges that I don't have to. So yeah. I feel very privileged. Absolutely the same for me. And I am very, very pri- privileged throughout all of this and privileged to be able to sit here and talk to you and make a podcast as one of my weekend activities. Yeah. And so grateful I'm not quarantined with my boss or a partner I just broke up with. Yeah, absolutely. That said, I would still choose the partner that I just broke up with. <laughs> Tell me why. Because that person is somebody that presumably you've been comfortable living with or living around in the past. And in, I think in times of dire circumstances, uh, you would, you would both sort of suck it up enough to sort of make it work or try to keep your personal space. But at least you, it's like the devil, you know? Yeah. And, and who knows what it would be like with your boss. Also, you know, so you're not weird. close or comfortable or, um, you know, it would just be, it would be so much more, I think, uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, I feel the same way where it's like, it would suck. It would suck to be quarantined with a guy who just cheated on you. But like, ostensibly you've spent long periods of time together before, like you, he can sleep on the couch, like right. you can figure out a way. Maybe you can have some really honest and frank conversations about, like, what went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like it would be painful and stuff. But, like, I think that's way better than your boss who, like, that's – how did you end up in this situation? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, what? Um, I, would, I would feel like I would have to be on my game 100% of the time. Like – You'd never get a moment to relax. Even with the boyfriend, if you were so – angry at him you would still be able to just kind of like relax Release. in your own space yeah and be yourself um i have a follow-up question okay so this was the original form of the question um but i didn't think it was like hard enough but now hearing your answer i, I think maybe it might be so same thing would you rather be quarantined with your ex-boyfriend you're like a oh, boyfriend you just broke up with because he cheated on you or a guy you have gone on a single date with. Uh, I like this. Yeah, right? Oh. A good date. Like, you liked him on the date, but you, you're you ostensibly basically strangers. Like, friendly strangers. Quarantined for how long? A month. Oh. Oh. Yikes. Oh, that is so much harder for me. <laughs> okay, good. All right, so, all right. that is a, That is much harder because... I think I would still go with the devil I know. I think I would still go with the, with the evil ex-boyfriend. Um, because I feel like I would be comfortable enough to do whatever I needed to do with that person. Yeah. Whether that be fight or cry or have long talks or ignore each other or, yeah. you know, maybe sort of work yeah. through something or whatever it happened to be. Yeah. There's a level of comfort and familiarity there and probably a level of anger, but at least I would know how to handle it because I've been in fights with ex-boyfriends before. But the problem with the new person 
is what if the second part of the day two goes very badly because you find out something about each other that you didn't know from literally one day that is um they're allergic to burritos well that's not the deal breaker i was thinking of that would be (laughs) that would be difficult but they um, can't be in the same room as burritos what if you found out something that just you you like you knew that you were not gonna ever want to be together and then you're with a stranger for a month is what it ends up because obviously it's nice to think like oh you had a great first date and then you have this month to like grow close and be together and solidify your relationship but that is not my experience of dating yeah it it either goes like really really well or really 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 bad i have had a i have had a difficult situation once i had been on i think two dates with a guy and uh, and he came over, and then there was a blizzard, and oh. they shut down. And I lived in Brooklyn at the time, and they kind of emergency shut down all the uh, all the trains, all the subways. So he got stuck in my apartment for the evening, like quarantined for one day, and then it went very sour, very fast. And then he had to spend the night because he couldn't leave because there was a blizzard and everything was shut down. Got it. And um, and then the next morning, we like barely spoke to each other. And then he just left as soon as he could, as soon as everything opened again. And we never spoke again. Whoa. And it was, I spent the rest of the day crying. So, yeah. <laughs> I did not realize this question was going to hit so close to home. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think this is a thing that's ha- literally happened to that many people. Zucchini, so yeah. What? A, I, I'm i shocked that he was so, like, like, I feel like you were being really generous with him, that you, like, gave him a place to stay and stuff. I made despite. him breakfast the next morning. Like, I... I'm shocked that he was so... I mean, like, I get that, like, you go on a second date, things don't go exactly the way that you were anticipating, but I can't... Like, it sounds like he had a certain amount of animosity if he, like... Barely spoke to you the next day. Uh, so, yeah, but you could, but that's what I'm saying. You're rolling the dice. It, you, yeah. you end up with a jerk. You're stuck with a jerk for a month. Now, I know your ex-boyfriend is a jerk. But you know that. You know in what ways you can expect him to be a jerk. Yeah. And you also probably feel fine just like being like, hey, you're being a jerk. Cut it yeah. out, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I've also had to live with a boyfriend after having broken up because we shared a lease and you know right, so yeah. i so i had to spend i think i lived with an ex-boyfriend for about 2 weeks after we broke up once yeah and like yeah it was hard but you don't you don't get over every friendly feeling you ever had towards yeah. that person all at yeah. once so you also know that you have things in common like right. you at least like the same tv shows like yeah. you know exactly what do you think Wow, I will say that your testimony has really colored a lot of oh. my... Um, yeah, I talked a lot. Sorry. My Well, just because you've been in such a... I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like I've never gone on a first... Like, I've never had someone change so drastically on me early on in dating. Like, I've never gone on a second date and had it been like, oh, wow, I really liked him on the first date. And then he was a total dick on the second date. 
Granted, I've never been caught in a blizzard and unexpectedly had spent the night, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it was odd circumstances. Right, exactly. So I guess, like, when I originally thought of this question, I had a more, like, yeah, like, maybe you're quarantined with this guy and, like, it doesn't turn out as good as you expect. But, like, I I would expect, and maybe this is me being too generous to people, that he would be, like, I'm also picturing this being in my apartment. Right. So, like, he's the guest, right? Like, he's the person who should be super grateful that I've sheltered him <laughs> during this time of need. True. And, like, he should be the person who is more walking on eggshells because, like, I'm the person, you know, like, he's receiving a lot of generosity and kindness from me just letting him be there. So, though we might not, like hit it off and I can like, you know, start to feel like, oh, I don't think that this has a future or is going anywhere. I would, I would hope that he would be kind and generous to me to meet the kindness and generosity that I'm, I'm giving to him. Seems like that's not always the case though. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's not, but you know, I think maybe there are, there's a good chance he could just become sort of a neutral roommate. Yeah. See that, like that to me is like the most likely worst case scenario in that situation right like he just becomes a neutral other party maybe a friend or someone that yeah like that like i can see it not going down in a way where it's like this is super romantic like i'm like you know i'm not and like you might have if it's a month you might have to have a conversation with him where it's like you know this started romantically but like after spending so much time together i for you know whatever reasons i don't see this going anywhere romantically but like you're still welcome to stay. Obviously, we're going to have to continue sharing this space. And, like, I want to have a good, you know, interaction with you, blah, blah, blah. What if he had some just awful roommate? Like, he was, like, disgusting in some ways or, you know, because you have a studio, super too. Clean. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I guess it would depend on what those were. Um, but I am not a person who's super bothered by mess. Uh, I grew up in, like, a very messy household, so it's, like, never been... And you're a pirate, so you're fine with it. And I'm a it. pirate. Yeah. So, like, uh, like I, I definitely have preferences for, like, how I like to keep my space, but I, like, don't think it would be that big of a deal. I also don't admit, like, he, like, clips his toenails or something. Like, I don't, like... Yeah, for me, I was thinking more, like, personal hygiene gross things, you know? Like, he has terrible awful constant gas or he i mean that yeah. you know I mean, he like chews his toenails with his teeth or something that's i mean i think i would just be like please don't do that <laughs> like it would just like if he fought me on it he, if i was like hey please don't chew your toenails and he was like <laughs> i have to chew my toenails i would be like you're that's gross but like it doesn't impact me like you know, I like. I think I could gut rough it out for a month. I think like. What if he ate all your food? Again, like there are definitely like I would be. I would one. It would be like, how would he do that in my studio apartment without <laughs> me noticing? <laughs> you know? While you're sleeping, it's not like I've gone to work and I come back and, it, and all the food's gone. Like we're quarantined together. Um, you hear him in the middle of the night just crunching on chips. But again, like, I live in a, a single room, so, like, I can see that, like, from, like, you know, like, he would have to climb over me to get out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> he can't go to the bathroom without me noti- noticing, you know? Um, so I don't know how long I would let him just, like, 
for like three hours in the middle of the night. He's just like eating, like, you know, I wouldn't notice. So, yeah, I mean, there are definitely, like, again, I think, I think I might go new guy. Because I think you have at least a week of a honeymoon period where everyone's on their best behavior. Yeah, true. And then second week, shit starts getting real. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. And then third week, you're like, I fucking hate this dude, but we only have one more week left. Yeah. And I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, But like with the ex-boyfriend, you know from day one you hate him. Yeah, that is fair. So the whole four weeks is terrible. Okay. I think I'm going to still go with the ex, but I, I am truly basing it purely off of two actual things that have happened to me one living with an ex I was mad at and two getting stuck with a new person I don't I will say I don't think that this is I also think that this might be another introvert versus extrovert thing where I'm more comfortable with new people yeah because I'm an extrovert that's fair um so I I have my answer but I don't necessarily think it's the right answer yeah, I if think I sense. think this is a very very tough call. That's why I paused yeah, for so, so long. Yeah, I think so too. Like, I think it's a good question. Yeah. So, bang, Mary kill. Sure. Captain America. Ooh. Black Widow. Iron Man. Oh, that's so hard and so good. <laughs> I don't know. If I, oh. <laughs> She's just staring off into space a little bit. Yeah. And I can't marry them all. No, I know. This is why I made this question, because I, too, would marry them all. All right. Let's talk about this. <laughs> I love Iron Man. I know He's you do. He's probably my favorite, favorite Avenger. He's just so great. Tony Stark. Is just, like, sassy and charming and, like, sarcastic in a way that speaks to me. And he's, like, I also love him because he's smart. Like, you know, like, oh, he's, he's a genius. He's an inventor. Yeah, he's a genius. Like, what can Tony Stark not do? I don't know. So I'm, like, I should marry him. But the thing is, like, Tony Stark is, his fatal flaw is his ambition, mm-hmm. right? Like, he just, like, being his wife seems hard. Right, because you never know how, when and how Tony is going to get himself into a situation that will probably kill him. Because um, he is the man who will run into danger always. But, like, isn't that all true of, of all of them? I was about to say all three of them, unfortunately, are the people who would run into danger and put themselves at risk. So you're always going to... Yeah, The wife of feel, any of these are going to be living a precarious kind of life. I do feel like Tony Stark is the most reckless. Reckless, yes, but I think and, all of them are impulsive. in danger quite a bit. I think all of them are attracted to danger. I think they're all attracted to danger in different ways, and I think Tony is the most impulsive and reckless. Yeah. Whereas, like, Captain America, it seems motivated by duty, um, and Black Widow seems very measured. Yes. Like, Black Widow seems to always have a plan, like most smart women. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know. So, so does that mean that you would bang Iron Man? I mean, not a bad choice, you know, any day of the week. It's not a bad choice, but, like, I don't, but, like, that would mean we would only get to spend, like, a night together, and that's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe got to marry him, then. Here's the thing. Because, like, I can see myself wanting to spend the rest of my life with Tony Stark, but I just think that would be a situation in which I'm 
uh, like choosing the bad boy over <laughs> like I, I don't think that's the smart decision but it's the decision i want to make you know what i mean well you don't have to make the smart decision you have to make the shelby decision what's okay. right for your heart we're not done yet this <laughs> this question is gonna last an hour <laughs> like, i don't think you understand what doors what pandora box you just opened um now we need to talk about captain america i know so Captain America seems like an incredibly dutiful husband, right? Like yeah. he is Can- gonna, he will pine for you for 50 years, even after time has like separated you. And he will like, like the most monogamous, most loyal, most down for like getting through the hard times. Like he is like the person you hope your best friend marries because she deserves nothing less. Yeah, so I I will just jump in and say he's my choice for marriage. Like, hands down. For all of the reasons that you just described, just like sweet and caring and loving and dutiful and loyal and and, hot. And and hot. Ooh, man knows how to wear some pants. Yeah. However, and this might be very telling about me as a person – I feel like I might get a little bored with Captain America. <laughs> I know. Well, you're attracted of, to the Tony Starks of the world, you know? like In a lot of ways, Captain America feels like the personification of golf to me. <laughs> that, okay, that one hurt me. That, now you've actually offended me. <laughs> I mean... Golf is like a hoity-toity, pretentious, rich man sport. Oh, I don't see it that way. That's not what I meant. Um, golf to me is like very like dependable dad. Oh. That's how I think of golf. Okay, well, maybe this says something about me, but I would marry a dependable dad. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the type of person who would marry a dependable dad. However. <laughs> However. All right, well, we got to get so into Black Widow. So let's talk about Black Widow. Uh, let's talk about why I also want to marry Black I know, Widow. I too want to marry Black Widow. <laughs> talk about dependable, my goodness. I just think we would have great conversations, right? Like, I just love strong women, you know? I just love, like, She's what a good partner to have who is, like, has so many skills and is, like, super versatile and, like like, knows how to, like, pick herself up and, like, show up for other people and, like, the loyalty that she shows. And she's, like, she doesn't have superpowers. And she is in there in the mix with the rest of them without her superpowers because she's just such an extraordinary human. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. Uh, And, like, the the loyalty she shows Hawkeye, just, like, she... And everyone. Yeah. I mean, but, like, especially, like, she... In event, like, um, in Endgame, like, she is the person that holds everyone together. Oh, yeah. Like, she, she is the backbone. She keeps everyone, Avengers. she keeps the whole thing alive, basically. Yeah. Like, she can go through, like, serious trauma and, like, come, like, be resilient. Like, the resilience that she shows and just, like, the forward thinking, action oriented, like, she is the type of person that you want on your team. Yeah. Stead, like steady, good-hearted, always sort of thinking of others too. I mean, they all yeah. do that. Um, but on the other hand, very mysterious, 
maybe a little emotionally unavailable. But you like some mystery, right? You you just said you get bored with uh, Captain America, so... I'm just saying, I, <laughs> I feel like we need to fully... I have talked about the pros and cons of all of these people. Um, I told you that this question is going to take an hour, That's and funny. I was not kidding. <laughs> like, I was not joking. Yeah, so, like, they all... I would say... They're all marriage material for different reasons. Yeah. So, the person I want to be, the person I aspire to be, (laughs) the person that I hope I one day become, would marry Captain America, would fuck Black Widow, and would kill Iron Man. Well, that's my answer. So... You hope someday to become me. You're aspiring to be me. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm not that person right now. (laughs) (laughs) And I know that. And I have growing to do. But if you want the truth (laughs) of the matter. I want the truth. I want the truth, Shelby. I'm going to marry Tony Stark. I know. And it's going to be a fucking roller coaster ride. And I'm going to be miserable some days. But the highs are going to be so fucking high. I knew you were going to do this. So this is why I asked this question, because I knew I was going Captain America all the way, and you were going to go Tony Stark. Like, I love him. I'm sorry. I love him so much. Because I just, I can't. I can't. I knew that you loved him, and I also know that you always choose the thing that's got the higher highs and lower lows. Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's true. It's just who you are, which is wonderful. <sighs> See, the thing now, is, like, I'm not judging you for this. I love this about you. I was I was hoping you would say this answer. It's, it's, an in, it's like, it is truly an inevitability. Right. I have no control. Well, you're my adventurous friend. It's like a friend. mop to the flame. Uh, anyway, so I'm going to marry Tony Stark, and we're going to have a fucking adventure. But who are the you The question killing? is, who do I fuck? Yeah. And that's, that's another point. So I think it's Black Widow. We're, we're just like switching Again, total love places. fucking someone who is emotionally unavailable and mysterious. <laughs> she seems like she would just be so good at it. She seems incredibly flexible and incredibly oh, right? acrobatic. The black leather. And, and I the... think I could learn from her. Oh, yeah. It feels like it would be a master class. You would be in great hands. Yeah. just And she's so beautiful. So like, black I would fuck Black Widow and I would... Like, I hate to kill Captain America. My husband. You would kill my husband. That's okay. I would kill your would husband. Would you rather me fuck your husband? <laughs> hey, bang. Or bang, bang. your husband. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. To the... um, yeah, I would have to kill Captain America because I, um, you know, have a, a horrible uh, habit of pushing away the things that are best for me. <laughs> but see... You're being too hard on yourself. Tony Stark. Am I? I think my therapist would disagree. <laughs> Tony Stark has very marriable qualities. He's a he's a brilliant he's genius who's rich and who has, you know, a, who's a hero Super and hot. has a sweet, you know, loving... Like, you see him married in Endgame. He's a sweet, yeah. loving father. He has, a, he has a kid. He's such a good dad. He's a good dad. Like, him in Endgame is a perfectly marryable Tony Stark. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sticking by my answer. I I also stick by the fact that I think it's probably not the best thing to do, but it is what I would do, and I am nothing if not honest with our listeners. Captain America, so 
he's one of, I, he is one of my favorites in the MCU. And really? I, I yeah, I know. I didn't know that. I mean, he and Thor are are my two favorites. I knew about Thor. Yeah. He and Thor. I think with him, it's just like, I don't know. I do like characters that are that are just so dependably good hearted at all times. Like, I just yeah. I just love that about him. Um, he has the most sort of heroic heart, I think, of all of them, which is why he is sort of the, the leader of them. Right. But also, even in Endgame, you kind of. Is kinda, he the leader, though? I mean, I think in the comic books, he is. Kind yeah, of, for sure. He's the leader. So, in the even in Endgame, you kind of see like he picks up he picks up Thor's hammer, you know, like he is worthy. So there's this like wonderful sort of like dependably worthiness about him that I just agree. If I was married to him, that would be who I, you know, that's just too much if, for me to give I up as a someone. If I had to pick someone for you to marry, it would also be Captain, Captain America, America, right? Because I love you and I want you to have a dependable and dutiful and kind and respectful husband, right? And I too would bang Black Widow because she's all the reasons we've you already said to. you have to, yeah. Um, which would mean I would I would kill Tony Stark. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I wish I were that person. I but mean, not. there's no, there's no reason to wish to be that person. There's no reason to wish to have a life that feels kind of like boring to you. You know, we don't have to get into the, <laughs> <laughs> the nuance of uh, of why I think I don't like things that are the best for me. Uh, you know, that's fine. Again, you're still marrying a superhero in this scenario. Oh yeah, I could do worse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could definitely do so worse. I, that's all I'm trying to say. Start. Do we want to do the, or would you still go out with him? Of course. So you've met this guy on a dating app, and he seems really cool. And let's picture that this is not during quarantine days. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Okay. I also don't know if you're going to think this is bad or not. But anyway, so he asks you out for a first date, but he does so via a limerick that he's written for you. Oh, (laughs) Shelby. And instead of asking you to go... On, like, a date in public, he asked to FaceTime you. Oh, okay. The first part of that, I have no problem with. <laughs> yeah, the FaceTime <laughs> is the, it's a little weird, <laughs> but it's, uh, kind of whimsical. It's whimsical and funny in a way that would probably be endearing to me because I'm attracted to dorky people. And I, yeah. I myself am a dorky person. And so, like, yeah. somebody just being creative and playful and, like, doing kind of a dorky, jokey way to ask me out, that would not be a problem for me. I one time had a guy on a dating app. Uh, basically, our whole courtship was just a pun battle. Fun. <laughs> yeah. We were just making puns back and forth at each other. And I told somebody that, and they were like, oh, man. They really know how to get your attention, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that doesn't bother me. The FaceTime thing, and this is not in quarantine. No, there's no reason you can't just meet up. Yeah, that's, he, that's he the just part that gives me pause. Yeah. It's interesting, you know, now that I think about it, because 
A first date can be so wildly unpredictable, right? So I've been on plenty. The reason that you go to coffee or drinks for a first date is because you don't want to commit to giving a lot of your time to this person because you don't know how horrible they're going to be. So in a way, it could be sort of an interesting, clever strategy to weed out and save time with people that you don't feel a kind of instant kind of click with. Connection with, yeah. Um, But also, on the flip side, some people are just bad at talking on the phone. Well, that's what I was about to say. The problem is you're giving yourself a harder way to click and connect. So your chances of of doing that connection and making it successful are harder on FaceTime, I feel. Yeah, I agree. I might be curious enough to do it. Just interesting. I might because it's there's nothing nothing lost by it, right? Like, what if he only speaks in limericks once you get on the phone? <laughs> that would be highly impressive and totally. It would, it would be highly impressive, to- but also totally annoying. After an hour, would probably be a little trying. No, it it would be impressive for not after an hour, after <laughs> one <Ten> minute. <laughs> <laughs> And I like a good limerick, but no, I mean, I think I would do it. What's your answer? Okay. I feel like the quarantine has made me a lot more open to video chatting with people. <laughs> I think if you asked me post, like pre-quarantine, I would be like, no, I would absolutely not go out with him. And if, I would be like, I don't want to do that. I'd prefer to meet in person. I feel like that's a better gauge of chemistry. And if he was like... I really don't like meeting up with people before I've, like, you know, had a chance to FaceTime him. I was like, well, maybe we're not super compatible. Right. And I would just, like, move on. But in a current quarantine life, I would be like, all right. Yeah, but, I mean, you're saying this is after quarantine, so there's yeah, no reason like that we couldn't meet yeah, up. Yeah, post-quarantine. Yeah, but I just feel like this experience, I've been, like, video chatting with, like, all of my friends. So I right. just feel like I'm more comfortable with it now. I still don't think it's a great gauge of chemistry. It's also not right. a great way to look nice on your first date. I agree. I think, yeah, I, I that's why I'm hesitant to do it because it's, like, I just don't think that this is going to give me a lot of information about that, like, like, like trustable information, you know? Like, mostly what I've learned during quarantine is that on FaceTime, I look shiny and weird. I agree. It's also, like, weird angles that wouldn't you, like, yeah. I, yeah, I don't think it's my best um, foot forward, certainly. Um, I would honestly probably rather just talk on the phone so I don't have, like, the the double chin angle the, or something yeah yeah well I don't like the idea of holding my phone in front of my face in the same way and having to like look at myself talking yeah. and like if I'm on the phone I only have to be focused on what I'm saying but like true with FaceTime there's like a lot of balls in the air it feels like um so it's certainly not ideal I think I would I would say yes to it and then I would just be like, so why did you want to do it this way? This is unusual. Because I can I can kind of see reasons to do it. Sure. You know, um, especially in a post-quarantine world where people are maybe feeling like, oh, I remember. Yeah. But I, I also feel like, you know, maybe there's somebody who does really like to talk on the phone, but they suggested FaceTime because they thought, I would be more open to it because, you know, yeah. you know, I would just want to know why he suggested it. I don't think yeah, I would. Sure. 
I don't think I would say no to it because there's literally no downside to me. Like maybe I meet this cool person. If I don't, I didn't leave my apartment. I just yeah, talked on my true. phone and I can hang up on him at any point. So yeah, I think a lot of it would come down to like, how busy am I that week? <laughs> yeah, but you know, like too like, busy to FaceTime for like 20 minutes? I don't know. You could also yeah. have a shorter date. That's true. Like it's way less, like you don't have a commute time. You can hang you can hang up after 20 minutes. Like no one expects you to be on FaceTime for an hour. Yeah. Like you're not like, "Oh, shall we have another round?" you know? Like of what? So what we're really so what we're really learning is Hannah's going to start doing this. No. There, there is a big difference between me saying that I would hypothetically be open to it and me initiating that shit. Would you ever ask someone out with a limerick? I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to answer because why? Because I I try not to lie on this show. But if I say yes, then I feel like I'm just exposing I myself. You were say I already have. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I would. I try not to lie on the show, and I already have. No, I just, I, if the occasion called for it, I never say never. I'm the type of personality that I wouldn't put it past. Let's just say okay. that. Would you? All right. If that was the vibe of the room. <laughs> like, I've never, I don't think I've ever come up with my own limerick before, but like. Oh, man. I, yes, I have, for sure. I wouldn't say there's, a, I mean, there is a first time for everything, certainly, so. Cool. Well, let's talk about our hypothetical worlds. Uh, I have a never-ending supply of guacamole. Uh, I'm quarantined with a guy I've gone on one date with. Fingers crossed it goes well. And eventually my husband, um, Tony Stark, will come home. Yeah, we have too many dating questions in this particular episode to have a... To, uh, a, a good we're just having a very polyamorous world. Right. Tony Stark is fine with me going on dates with other guys via FaceTime or quarantine. Right. He doesn't mind. And if He's it's a ghost, a lot, so he knows I have to do what I gotta do. No, we both said I'm no not to dating the ghost. a ghost. Right. I just have occasional visions of the future. Right. Yeah, I too have occasional visions of the future, um, and I'm, I'm just eating burritos like a mad person. You know, mine makes a little more sense because I'm stuck with my ex-boyfriend in quarantine. Yeah, exactly. I'm making room in my life for my new husband, Captain America. And if that's what's waiting... But not before you bang Black Widow. Not before, no. That'll be to spite your ex-boyfriend. You immediately run into a rebound fling with Black Widow. She's my rebound. Yep. Post-quarantine rebound. I mean, listen, I wish I was having visions of my life right now and this is what it was (laughs) because... (laughs) <laughs> sounds great to <laughs> me. sounds great, yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, everyone, we hope that you're staying safe out there. and Staying safe and sane. S- safe and sane. Yeah. Um, and thanks for being here. Uh, like and review and follow us on Instagram. Tell a friend, please. And until next time, keep fighting. <laughs>